All right, testing, one, two, three, can you guys hear me? Yes. Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing the Twitter spaces. This is the, this is the first time, well, I've been on one Twitter space before, um, but it was, it was definitely uh, ripe with de technical difficulties as I was trying to figure it out for the first time. But So hopefully this should go a bit better. So, uh, David, it looks like Sky has requested to speak and, and Ducky as well. So I'm going to uh, have them ask their questions. Okay. Yeah. If you could uh, just bring people on board as you see fit. Am I supposed to bring them on board or? Hey. Oh, hey. Um, hey, Sky. Uh, two bucks. If you make kark um a co-host it's better just because sometimes the spaces someone will get disconnected uh then it won't disconnect everybody and if you have more than one co-host um it'll let you have the stage at one time oh nice okay yeah so i am now co-host thanks jackie yeah sorry i didn't mean more than one but yeah the more the extra co-host adds us more spaces for speakers so Great. Cool. Uh, is that it? Or do you have any, thanks for the help. And do you have any, any questions or? Uh, no, that was good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Sky. No problem. All right. Where do I see the other person raising their hand or something? I just saw it. <clears throat> if you guys have a question and you want to raise your hand, that'd be awesome can see this let's see yeah let's get this conversation started and then if you just tap their uh profile and then you can invite a speaker and then that lets them be able to unmute their mic and speak okay also is somebody recording this because we put these um that's something worth discussing so we started the crypto cart podcast and uh, that is on Spotify, and I haven't checked Apple recently, but I did submit it. Um, but there is an RSS feed that you can just subscribe to. So we're recording things like this. The AMA that we did very quickly with, um, with Rover about the Safer and BSC launch and the useless reflection pairing. We did that with him and then posted it everywhere. We also turned it into a medium article. So if you don't want to listen, you can just read through it. And yeah, we're just really trying to maximize as much content as we possibly can in whatever form you prefer. You know, some people prefer to read, they like a picture, they want to, you know, listen. So we're trying to get all those senses out for you, for you guys to be able to uh, get all this content. And Sky, you should now be able to speak. Yeah, you don't need to record the Twitter spaces. Uh, Twitter records them and then the host can grab them. You can just leave me up here. It's not really a big deal. Okay. I can just be quiet here. Okay. But yeah, you'll you'll get a whole recording from Twitter, which is super cool. Perfect. And so we can't add multiple speakers in, right? Yeah, you can have like up to 12 or something. Oh, nice. I think co-hosts, maybe nine. All right. Well, let's let's get this party started. Anybody like to raise your hand? Let's uh, let's start getting some questions answered. Yeah. Um. Can you explain that that, that uh, eclipse or not the eclipse? What's the new one called again? Uh, which new one? <laughs> uh, the do the donation one again. I uh, I kind of oh, missed yeah. that part, but it's okay. a cool thing. Yeah, so um, there are a couple of things that we have coming up where we expect um, other tokens uh, to be per, uh, sending a, a decent amount of money our way. Um, and we wanted to think of a way in which we could incentivize them, kind of uh, help the price, um, where if we're just asking for BNB, &B, like that's kind of potentially painful. Um, but if we are asking for their tokens for like a percentage, like maybe 20 to 50% of what we charge um, can be covered in tokens, which helps reduce the, you know, the BNB price. 
Um, if they were to do that, we, we were trying to think through different ways by which they could send us tokens, but that could put them in a precarious position to where they feel like we could dump on them at any time. Um, and so that would require a lot of trust. And so, uh, and the beauty of decentralized systems is that we could build a smart contract that could manage that whole process to where they could donate or basically do like a payment plan with us where we, they can send tokens to a smart contract and then the smart contract dictates how often we can pull out their token, liquidate their tokens. Um, so we thought of this kind of as a, as like a liquidator contract that kind of dripped out um, the, the liquidated assets uh, by like a BNB a day. Um, so we ended up calling it the little dipper because it creates little dips, you know, of one BNB per day of tokens that are locked in this contract. Um, so that's originally how it started. We think it's pretty clever because if we do have several tokens um, paying us in their own token, then we can pull out consistently revenue. And what's, what's really neat about that is that allows us to project into the future as well, assuming, um, especially if I diversify between several different tokens, you know, imagine 10, 15, 20 different tokens paying us in their own token, then we could rely on that um, feasibly for, for a while. And that will really help us with budgeting and our operation expenses and things like that um, for receiving payment. Um, and so that, that's really exciting to us, um, because we, we need more operation expenses, uh, the ability to pay for our operation expenses, our development costs for listing exchanges, things like that. All of that currently comes out of fundraising. Um, what's also nice is you can extend this to the Eclipse contract. So we could put sort of a, a liquidation rate limiter on anyone who were to like, say you have FEG token there's a FEG token Eclipse contract. If someone from that community wanted to donate their FEG token, they could. So they would send the FEG token to the Eclipse con the FEG token Eclipse contract, and then it would slowly liquidate it over time as opposed to just, just sell it all at once. Um, so that's a way people could help um, liquidate their token, turn it into BNB. That BNB then goes out and purchases useless and then in increases their ranking on the the app in the listings. So that's that's the thought process. That's the gist of it. That's super cool. I love the name. It's perfect. <laughs> it is. It's part of our our uh, solar system, our ecosystem. Um, and it, it's one of. I feel like every week we have some sort of new innovative thing that we're we're trying to build and try out. Right. I mean, for example, recently we just added the the gradient swapper. Um, the ability for people to, if they want to put in large amounts of BNB, there's a benefit, a tax benefit to that. We were able to do that relatively effortlessly and seamlessly, even into the DApp that we currently have out there for swapping. It now shows you the tax percentage. So when you buy useless using the just the regular swapper that you you know you see the DApp that we use for swapping, um, you'll see the tax go down as you put more BNB into that purchase. And so far, we've had two people utilize that, uh, a 10 BNB purchase and a 20 BNB purchase. And um, that is beneficial to people who are really thinking long term. Um, and if they are going to put, you know, $10,000, $20,000 into useless, then that's a, that's a great way to uh, say our thanks is that we're happy to reduce the taxation if you're willing to uh, put that into holding useless. Um, what, what I really like is that we're innovative on this weekly basis. That's kind of my point. Yeah, that's so cool. You should um, get some of your guys up on the stage too. If yeah. you want to glance on those guys. Yeah. If anybody wants to speak for any reason whatsoever, um, just raise your hand and I'll get you added and you can pipe in, you know, if there's dead space or ask your own questions um, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, anybody else have any questions? We're here to answer them on behalf of the entire community. Um, want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to, you know, if you do have something burning that we can respond to it directly instead of just kind of dancing around. I think it's really important and engaging with the community is that we are open and accessible. So yeah, let's take advantage of that.
All right, we got Buzz in here as well. All right. Hey, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, can hear you. Hey, hey, can you hear me okay? Yes. Awesome. Can you? Okay, just wanting to know in regards to the Eclipse contracts, um, as, as far as um, what Jellyfish was saying before with the 800 or so projects, have any of them actually come back saying that they, they're keen yet? Have we heard anything back from them? Jelly, are you here? This is Marvin. Yeah, he asked if um, anybody has come back and said that they were like keen to be part of the Eclipse contract. Um, the last I heard from Jelly, and this was over a week ago about this, that there were at least five teams ready to uh, list with us already. I'm sure there's more. We just haven't uh, been able about that. Awesome. Thank you. I don't know if I see Jellyfish in the crowd right now. That's okay. Um, we got another request to speak. Move. Get in the hang of this. Give me a second. It takes some time there to get comfortable in the spaces for sure. It's a whole new, yeah. whole new world. All right, JY, you are on on live. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, everybody hear me? You okay? Yep. Hey, so um, I've been a part of the community maybe in May-ish. Uh, not 100% when I joined, but I, I really like the team. I really like what you guys are going, doing. Um, the, the app is awesome. It's where I check everything. So I just want to say thanks for all the hard work you guys are putting together and, you know, just getting getting the ball rolling. The question I had is with the SafeMoon swap um, and, like, the application process and if you've been notified by the team when your token will be live on that, um, I think it'll bring a lot of visibility. Uh, just kind of like when we were listed on the one of the first tokens on the wallet, you know, and brought more eyes to the, to the project. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned on the stream um, that we don't have a current date yet, but we are mid discussion. Um, and so one of just the, the hangups right now, it's not really a hangup. It's more of just uh, one of the things we're working through right now with them is we would prefer if some of the purchases that happen through the safe moon swap, uh, were to route through the furnace. And so we are evaluating even building a custom contract for them that would give them, because uh, through the safe the SafeMoon swap, they, they take a percentage of SafeMoon um, or that goes towards SafeMoon from that purchase. Um, and we would, we would like to ideally coordinate it so that the smart contract that we gift them essentially does that. It gives them their cut but also uh, fuels the furnace. Um, because I just wanna make sure that uh, if possible, if there's ever an opportunity where we could have um, things fueling our furnace that we, we go that route. Um, I'm not super worried about it. If for whatever reason they decide they come back and be like, no, we're just gonna go through the traditional process. That's fine too. Um, so I, I can't give you a definitive date just because uh, we're just in the middle of that process right now, but we did apply. We did apply normally, um, and we're currently in discussions with them right now on just the best way to do that implementation. And because we like to do things the hard way, um, but potentially the better way, we're, we're trying to see if we can provide a smart contract for them that will give them everything that they want and also everything that we want. That's awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate you having me up on the stage. And like I said, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, continue to be a part of the community and increase my bag. Uh, well, and, and thanks for being part of the community for so long. That's amazing since May. Um, and we haven't been around that long. So that must have been from the from the very beginning. So I, I really appreciate your, you know, your trust in us because we 
it's, it's something that's difficult to acquire in this space for sure. So thanks for being an integral part of our community. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, maybe it wasn't me. I joined as soon as I heard about it. Um, I just really got deep into the crypto space in May so that it, it was around there somewhere. Um, I'm on the Discord, so it's probably right when when I joined Discord is when I joined the, uh, the useless community. Did you join uh, pre-relaunch? No, uh, no, like right, I think it was right at, right after relaunch, maybe. Okay, so that's like mid-June. That's still a really long time, so. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for answering the questions. All right, thank you. All right. Any any other questions? Not. I can freestyle it for a bit. Freestyle it, bro. Let's go. Let's freestyle. Okay. <laughs> so, um, um, okay. David, I did have a question with the little dipper contract. What ends up happening if those tokens, like, are we going to check to make sure they're not a rug? And then what happens if those tokens pay us and then they severely drop in price? Yeah, no, that's that's something that we considered is that for it depends on what they're paying for. Right. Um, and I don't want this to be sort of like the payment methodology. It's more of a, a supplementary. So, for example, like anywhere between 10 to 50 percent of what we want to charge for certain types of services um, you could opt to do that through tokens instead. And yes, we would want to individually vet those tokens um, to make sure that they weren't scams or rugs or anything. I mean, we're, we're talking about what we're trying to uh, get money from is in the a realm of around, you know, anywhere between 10 to, to $50,000. Um, and so that is kind of what we're looking at is if someone's willing to pay us a decent chunk, um, that they may be incentivized to pay through tokens instead. There is a risk, as you just mentioned, in accepting tokens instead of just cold, hard cash, because, well, the value of that token could go way down over time. So maybe in, 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 at the beginning, it might seem like, oh, cool, I can sell down like uh, a BNB a day for a week. And then it crashes to the dirt. And then at that point, it's, it's not, you know, you're not going to get any more payments. Um, I, I think depending on the context, I think that's fine. We just have to evaluate on the risks whenever we offer those payment options up to, to people, probably on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, and by doing it as a percentage of total payment, um, we can help hedge our risk as well. If someone's able to pony up a decent amount of actual BNB um, and provide tokens as well to help supplement that. Um, I think that reduces our risk significantly. Um, but you're right, there always are risks. There's always a possibility too that the token goes crazy and the tokens that they gave us, it's something we could potentially have drip of BNB per day for months and months and months, if not indefinitely. Yeah, that's really cool. You're basically like diversifying useless then. Like useless is getting diversified portfolio. I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ray Ann, um, I think I added you as a speaker. Okay, it says you can now speak, but I don't see it. It's weird. Yeah, I don't see them on the stage. Okay. Um, until we get that worked out, I'll just continue to add the this, but <clears throat> but one of the, one of the things that we've kind of hinted at in the past is um, that we are working on sort of a, a top secret <laughs> project um, that will be uh, something that is months in the work. Um, it's pretty ambitious. Um, I'm really excited about it because of how ambitious it is. Uh, it was one of the things I actually liked about SafeMoon early on is that um, they were, you know, we're going to build an exchange or we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And it was really ambitious stuff, right? And I, I really liked that. It was visionary. Um, now, whether or not they're able to deliver on that, I mean, that's definitely, you know, up to interpretation. 
Um, and I think a lot of people tried to follow suit with other big claims and they fell very, very short. So it's always hesitant to make huge claims about something if there's the possibility that it doesn't come to fruition. Um, so, you know, you'll, you'll see that as a running theme here at useless, but I'm, I just want to kind of put that out there that we do have a couple of really big things that we're working on one with the app, like, which was mentioned on stream. The other is a little bit more meta and it's not just useless that's involved in this. Um, it requires a lot of coordination, planning, negotiating, and us collecting payment. Um, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this little dipper contract is for us to facilitate payment. And it's more of us being in a situation where we are coordinating um, something bigger than ourselves. And so it's really exciting. It's really ambitious. It's a lot of work. We have a lot of people currently on it, and we're having meetings twice a week to go through and discuss all the, the planning and the details. And I mean, people just dedicating their, their entire volunteer time and effort towards this. So uh, I just want to put that out there that that's in the works. Uh, you'll hear more on it later as it really comes to fruition. We'll probably have an announcement here within the next month or so when we have all of our materials together uh, to really get this thing bumping. But um, not to hype it up too much, but it's coming. And I am very, very excited that Usos is playing such a, a huge role in it. Um, I see Ice Tray with his hand up. Hello. Uh, oh. I just got like three questions. Uh, so right, when is the update on the website? Um, yeah, we mentioned that on the stream today is that we are um, we're relatively close. We have the we have the new design up. Um, we have a bunch of new content up and running. Um, it's looking okay right now, um, but we we want to get it fully polished and get all the right content in place. So as Lance mentioned in the stream, um, that we will probably have something really solid here in the next week or two. So we're we're kind of in the final stages right now and buttoning everything up, but. There is a new website. It is in alpha. It isn't complete. If we were to launch it right now, you guys would be like, what the heck? Um, but for those of us in software development and web development, we look at it and we go, okay, yeah, there's been a significant amount of work on this. Um, it just needs to really be polished and buttoned up, and then we can release it. Sounds good. Uh, my second question is, oh, Mike, so do you guys have any like like other marketing ideas like for more exposure and stuff like that. It's a good one for Jackie. Uh, yeah. So we have uh, still like dedicated things for our marketing budget that we haven't spent on. Uh, we're just kind of waiting for a more completed version of the app. Obviously the website is also a huge marketing tool, right? Like that seems to be something people click on and then, um, you know, go to the website and figure that out. We're also building out a one sheet of just, you know, what's the bullet point information that would get you to just ape into the coin. So lots of like content material that needs to be built out and then disseminated. And we're really working on just kind of utilizing the platforms like this Twitter space today is a new avenue where people really use it and they like it. Um, you know, we kind of prefer Discord just because we're comfy there. But, you know, Twitter spaces are becoming a huge thing. Our Twitter is becoming, it's one of the best growing socials we have. So we're utilizing that. We're also going to build out the merch into a real clothing company. So clothing is obviously a huge marketing tool in itself. Um, it will have its own Instagram, kind of its own little living planetary body um, to fit with our theme. So there, there's a lot to be built up, but we obviously don't want to spend money to market something that doesn't really exist yet. So um, it is coming and it's not just going to be influencers, things like that, but um in, in terms of influencers, because I know you guys do like to see those kind of partnerships, there is something that Hardfault has been working on that we are going to 
uh, utilize and that will absolutely help us in the influencer department because obviously we don't want to hit you guys up for 25 grand so the cryptos are us it's able to post a 10 minute video if even I think it's like five um, but with what Hardfault's been working on it should be a lot more enticing for cryptos are us to be able to put his money where his mouth is this is just an example of one of the many influencers that we would use so yeah, there, there is planned and it's coming, but I need a website finished, which should happen within the next week or two. And then, um, you know, just, just some money, David, would be great. Working on that. <laughs> yeah, working on interesting and exciting new ways to, to get you money. And to, to add into that, uh, because money is the lifeblood of our marketing, um, is that when we originally started uh, – uh, promoting what useless was really going to be about when we made our big pivot from useless being literally useless and just a meme token to useless having utility um, is we, our main push was having our profits going directly into the furnace and profits meaning after operating costs, after marketing costs, things like that. Um, because of our discussions with lawyers and um, just making sure we tiptoe around the SEC and things like that, that we do things the right and proper way, um, anything regarding profit and the token, uh, actually funneling money through the corporation and then sending profit directly back into the token uh, really puts it in a precarious spot where it could be perceived as a security instead of a, to a utility uh, token. Um, so because of that, we've swung the pendulum the other way so far to where it's nothing. It's all just decentralized revenue that's coming in and sent directly back into the furnace. So starting with the Eclipse contract, that's where we really have a spigot valve on how much as a percent gets sent directly to the corporation and how much gets sent to the, uh, to the furnace. Um, that allows us to have more fine-tuned control over actually receiving revenue. Um, jokingly, people have said, oh, like, oh, you know, you're like a, like a $10 million company. I'm like, no, we're not a $10 million company. I wish. Uh, I would have money to pay people, and I would have money to do real marketing campaigns and things like that, aside from fundraising. Um, so we are not a $10 million company. There are, there's a market cap of currently roughly $12 million in the token um and that that's the assets that other people are holding so it doesn't mean revenue in the corporation um the corporation right now is almost uh really for compliance um and visibility and for for the legality and um uh, of all of this happening so you guys can can see that we, you know, we're, we're docs people. Um, we're, we're utilizing the corporate multi-sig responsibly that there are, are laws that we're following, you know, things like that. So there could be more trust in the process. Uh, we'd rather give that trust willingly as opposed to just saying, Hey, just trust us. Right. Um, but, but yeah, once we start receiving revenue from our eclipse contracts for both the listing and for the swappers, uh, we should start seeing actual revenue coming into the corporation, which is very exciting for marketing um, because then we'll actually have real legitimate budgets for, um, for different departments within the corporation. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm excited about that stage because we are not doing things that a lot of other tokens do. A lot of other tokens will take liquidity, for example, and they'll extract it and they'll take the BNB and the BNB token pairing and they'll use that to spend on stuff. What that does though, is, especially if your liquidity is low, is that hurts the token. Having low liquidity can hurt the token. And our goal is actually building liquidity out, building our liquidity up to a really healthy state. And then once our liquidity is high enough, anything that gets funneled into the furnace goes into buybacks, buybacks and burns, right? Um, once liquidity is really high. So our goal isn't to rob our liquidity pool um, to fund our operations. Uh, well, we instead, we want to have real legitimate revenue. We want to funnel that revenue appropriately to the corporation and transparently to the corporation. And then we keep 
all of our liquidity intact. We don't rob our liquidity fund our operations. Um, now, if there ever is an instance where we feel that it is appropriate to use some of our liquidity, we will be very open and we'll be very transparent about it. Um, but I do not expect that to happen. I think we'll have enough revenue sources in place to where we'll never have to touch our liquidity. And ADC just updated the Discord. We have officially hit 10,000 holders. That is awesome. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Good job, guys. 10,000 holders, guys. That is amazing. Um, it's one of the best metrics out there, honestly, um, assuming people don't artificially dust wallets. Um, so for real legitimate holders, that is the metric that I'm more interested in. I, I think the chart is definitely secondary to all of that. If we can have more people come in and to see what we're doing and to um, to hold useless or to use useless for its utility um, Eclipse once that's released, then that is a huge win for us. So um, you'll you'll probably be hearing more in terms of the amount of holders um, lately as opposed to you know what the chart is doing because charts go up, charts go down. Um, you know in Recently, um, the chart has been been down a bit, and before that, the chart went crazy. Um, and depending on your emotions, right, that could be very devastating. That could be extremely exciting. And so, I would just say temper your expectations, right? Uh, look at the fundamentals um, of the project. Uh, this isn't financial advice, but you know, we here at the Useless Team, we are here really with a long term vision. Um, and me personally. When I look at useless, I see all the things that we're doing and all the things that we're building and the results we're delivering is it's not about the dynamics of the chart. It's about as long as we are building what we need to build, we're providing value and we're injecting revenue into the token and into the furnace and into the company and all that kind of stuff, then we will have results ultimately in the end. Um, my vision is to have hundreds of thousands of people using our useless app for all of their charting needs and some of the other things that are coming down the pipe with the app that I can't mention at this time. Yeah, more than just charting. Come on. Yeah. Hey, uh, Carl. Yep. Hey, this is Comet. How you doing, man? Hey, doing great. Hey, I wanted to be the first one to congratulate you and the team for 10,000 holders. <laughs> Thank you. So we just we just hit that, and I was hoping I was on cue. I was hoping I was be able to the first one to say it. But uh, congratulations, guys! And everybody needs to go to YouTube and check out Comet Scribble's YouTube channel. He's really killing it with his videos. He does different tokens as well as useless, but useless is one of his favorites. And we really, really appreciate all the yeah. content he puts out. Yeah. yeah, for sure, guys. And thanks a lot. I'm gonna get off here, but I will be putting out a useless video today. So that's a shameless shill. So in a couple hours, stay tuned. Hey, thanks for all you do. Thank you so much. Uh, I have uh, one last question. Uh, are you guys still doing the the burn today? Or will it be on Twitch or on Twitter or something like that? Uh, we have since uh, for a couple weeks now, we have retired our manual burn. Um, and we are now um, reporting, well, we should be reporting um, how much we've burned in the last week. Do we have a number for that? I know someone it's was in keeping... the price channel of the main discord. You can always go to price update. It will show you the most current 24 hour burn count okay. and the last seven burn count. Okay. Also just for okay. anybody in here who is new to useless. Um, I pinned some tweets at the top with some more information. Thank you for uh, answering all my questions. Uh, you guys are doing a great job. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. And I actually want to get that number for you. Um, which channel did you say it was in? Price updates? Yeah, it's in price update. I know last week the seven-day count was it was 91 billion tokens, I believe, had been burned. Why am I so bad at finding channels in Discord? Hit Command K and then you just type in price update. 
And so is that burn, is that all through the furnace? The the burns now, they're all just going through the furnace? Actually, um, uh, the furnace doesn't prioritize burning um, right now. Considering our liquidity is, is fairly low, uh, the furnace is actually prioritizing pairing liquidity when it can. Uh, once liquidity is in a healthy spot, it'll prioritize burning the tokens. But uh, for the meantime, all the BNB and uh, useless in the furnace goes towards liquidity. Uh, the burn, I believe, would have had to been from just standard tokenomics, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, two hundred and fifty billion useless burned over the past seven days. Awesome. Yeah, that's a decent amount. When we relaunched the furnace, uh, it burned like half a trillion too. So <laughs> the furnace has done a little bit of burning, but it's not. Its primary objective right now is to get our liquidity up to about uh, six and two thirds percent, and then it'll uh, resume its burning. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, just to echo what Mark said is that when we have tokens, um, we have to think on how we want to use those tokens in the furnace. Um, and if we don't have enough tokens in the furnace when we send in BNB, then all it will do is a buyback where it uses half of the BNB to purchase tokens and the other half to pair. And that's a, that's a decent chunk on the chart. Um, it'll, it'll show up as a buy on the chart. And will help raise the the price action on useless, um, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt. But um, we want to have our liquidity grow as well, and so when there's a lot of buy action that happens, our liquidity pool can drain very quickly, like alarmingly quickly. And so we when we have low liquidity, we want to prioritize building that liquidity up, and we have pretty good liquidity right now. Um, last I checked, it is currently above nine percent. Uh, which is which is really exciting. That's the highest we've ever seen it. Um, so as our liquidity continues to increase, then we'll get to a point where um, uh, there'll there'll be a threshold that we'll hit where all of our BNB coming in will be instead of building liquidity, it will go directly towards buybacks, a buyback and burning. Um, and that's going to be a really it's going to be a really exciting time because not only are we doing burning from reflections because that's the primary way it works is uh, when there's regular volume on a regular tokenomics um, reflections go out to all holders of useless and the burn wallet is a holder of useless. So as the burn wallet grows, it will also receive more of the lion's share of reflections and so it will grow not at a linear pace. It will grow a little bit more exponentially. That's why it's called like hyper deflation as opposed to just deflation um, is we're going to see uh, assuming the same volume, we're going to see the burn wallet grow faster and faster and faster just from to regular tokenomics volume. In addition to that with the furnace, you'll be burning from both angles. And that's why we marketed it initially as hyper hyper deflation is because you have the furnace burning. Um, we're not there yet, but we will. And then we have the, uh, the volume based burn. That's awesome. Going to the sun. Yeah. The, the thing I'm most excited about for the furnace is, uh, once it gets up to this median threshold uh, between like 7 and 12%, uh, it'll be able to change its operations depending on market sentiment. And that might actually be able to help. Uh, not, not financial advice at all, but if we're within that 6 to 12% threshold, if there's, a huge, um, if there's a huge bull run that drains the liquidity, the furnace will switch back into its liquidity pairing mode. And given the reverse, if there's a huge sell-off that pumps up the liquidity and uh, makes it not that not move too much the furnace will do the opposite and i'll actually extract some liquidity and do another buy and burn with that so it'll be cool to see um, once the furnace is in this neutral spot how it can offset certain uh market movements great uh any more questions I think uh, Crypto Mozart has got his hand up. Okay. 
Yeah, go ahead, Crypto. I can't hear you. I don't think he's speaking yet. Oh, no. <laughs> what is that? that was some mean music. Where's the happy music? <laughs> now, how can we help you, Crypt Mozart? Oh, literally. He's Crypto Mozart. Do you expect him to speak? <laughs> that's a that's a good point. I think he's just giving us some tunes. <laughs> okay. This is like quick roll of, of a Twitter space or something. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of these. Uh, you, you, you'll find them. Uh, yeah. I love the characters in the Twitter spaces. There's quite a few. Yeah, they bring a little bit of excitement, a little, a little fun. <laughs> Old John Caroni is uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> Old oh, no, John no. Caroni. <laughs> it's future John Caroni. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We gotta we gotta find that guy if he's in here. Yeah, that's a new one. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> uh, I do have uh, one more question, actually. Uh, it's about the uh, the furnace. Uh, are y'all thinking about trying to get other cryptos in on using y'all uh, y'all product, the furnace, to help like burn other tokens? Is that like an idea that you guys have going on? Um, we haven't entertained that yet. That's an interesting idea because um, we we try to extrapolate what we have built um, in terms of products to making it a public offering um, for someone to use that. So, for example, on our uh, our swappers. Um, we're, we're hoping that, especially with our app, that the swaps, people purchasing through our app would all be benefiting useless and sending stuff to the furnace as well. Um, same thing when we're thinking through like arbitrage contracts and things like that. Anything that we can make public um, and benefit off of it, just other people using it as a tool, then why the heck not? Um, as for the furnace itself, it's interesting because um well it requires whitelisting for one and it's hardwired up specifically to useless as um specifically it's a complicated product as well um so it's it's one of the the things that really helps um useless maintain its liquidity within a particular range um so we haven't thought about um letting other people use a furnace or borrow the furnace idea or whatever. Um, this is crypto and things are fairly open source here. If someone wanted to take these furnace ideas and build them directly into their token, that would actually probably be the smartest thing I would recommend for new projects is that um, you could do sort of a simplified version where you are, for example, um, storing your LP tokens in the contract itself. And then if your liquidity gets too high, then you could automatically extract the liquidity and do buybacks. Um, that'd be like the simplest implementation that I could recommend for people. Um, but the furnace ecosystem is very complicated. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces to just the things that we're doing, the smart contracts. We have like, uh, uh, Mark, how many, how many contracts are out there? For useless, for, for useless, I don't, uh, probably like seven or eight, nine. Yeah, and it's 10. it's going to go crazy here once Eclipse is released. The lockers are out, um, and you know, Little Dipper and all this other crap. I mean, we're we're probably going to be looking over two dozen contracts here, um, and so I, I I see what you're saying. Um, I think it's interesting. I'll I'll think through it because um, we we're always looking for new ways to generate new revenue um, and it could potentially get the word out um, just for, for right now, we feel like it's one of useless's um, defining features. And so I think that's probably more valuable in the interim right now than trying to get other tokens with their own furnaces. Alrighty, uh, thank you for answering my questions. That's all I have for today. All right, well, thanks for coming. All right, any more thoughts? Let's go. Do you uh, 
do you want to, for anyone new in here, explain the locker a bit? Yeah, uh, the locker is exciting. So, um, so the the upcoming locker, which um, Jackie has her her own name for, it. what was it again? Hypersleep capsule. <laughs> Hypersleep capsule. Uh, <clears throat> I love it. So imagine that you have a a lot of useless, and you're a long term holder. Um, what we want to do is we want to incentivize people to hold, and well, that's part of it. And so we have as part of our, our locker contract, our hypersleep capsule, is that you can take your tokens you've already purchased and you can put it into a locker that locks it for um, up to, well, you can lock it for as long as you want. And you start getting tax benefits after about six months or so. Um, so initially the taxes are actually higher to remove it. So if you were to lock tokens through something like DX lock, you can't remove them at all until the time has passed based off the disbursement schedule for useless for our lockers. We have a tax disincentive. So uh, there's actually a higher tax. It's around 27 ish percent um, when you initially put your tokens into the locker and that ticks down over time. So it goes down by the rate of uh, 0.1% a day, I believe. Is that correct, yep. Mark? Yep, 0.1% yep. per day. So mm -hmm. after around like six months or so, you could sell at the normal 8% rate. And every day after that, it would drop by 0.1%. So around the nine-month range, you could sell tax-free. But if you continue yep. to hold over this, over this nine-month period, you can actually gain additional useless, uh, additional reflections to, to sell down um, through our uh, different contracts that would funnel into a pot for everyone to claim. Yeah, Mark, just kind of ideating right now. Could you could you just stake? Um, so the rewards that we're thinking about implementing with the locker, um, I, I'm just going to call them dividends for now, right? Um, so you're also gaining reflections as you have your tokens in the locker because it's actually creating a private proxy con proxy contract um, for your locker, and so you can const that's how it constantly tracks. Um, the reflections that you've earned while they're in the locker. And then once you have it in the locker for more than nine months and you're now at 0% taxation for selling, we want to keep people in the locker still. If, um, cause if everyone just sold once you hit your, your nine months, right? Well, that's not great for the token. So if we want to keep incentivizing holdings, what we want to do is take some of that tax um, revenue that, is earned by people cashing out early from the lockers. We want to pull that and give it out as a form of dividends to incentivize you to hold longer. So if you put your tokens in a locker, um, you could potentially sell, well, you will be able to sell tax-free nine months later. Um, but at that point, you start earning useless dividends um, on top of reflections, on top of everything else. So it's, it's a way to almost keep your tokens staked, I guess, um, to earn additional rewards on top of reflections. And that's really exciting. And it's also important to know, um, you'll be able to sell in batches still. It's not like at nine months, uh, you can only liquidate it all. You can, uh, you'll actually have a token that represents your locked useless. Uh, it's called locked useless. And you'll be able to sell it in just little bits at a time too. It's not like you have to just drop your bag after these nine months. You can continue to hold as long as you want. Uh, but you don't have you, you can know that you you're not going to lose eight percent when you uh, when you exit. And uh, just to ideate on this, Mark, could you instead of having um, rewards or dividends and useless, could we instead stake that into surge useless? Yeah, there's no reason not to. Yeah, you could get surge useless back. That makes sense too. Um, yeah. Yeah, bunch of bunch of different things we can do. Uh, anything to incentivize, you know, long term holding is always uh, beneficial. Well, and that would help the the surge useless price action as well. Um, if we had uh, dividend rewards earned in um, in surge useless, because um, we want the the locker, the hypersleep capsule, and surge useless to to kind of play in harmony, and that could be one way we could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Another way to uh, to help out useless inadvertently. Uh, there's a couple projects out there that 
have some rewarding mechanisms in useless. And if you would, uh, if you guys like useless and like the project, if you set your rewards to be useless, that'll give a bunch of kickbacks over to useless um, in the forms of uh, buying and distribution and surge useless. Uh, but of course, when you buy surge useless, you're actually buying useless. So it still uh, shares the love uh, evenly. Great. Yeah, talking about the lockers is um, is a lot of fun because I think that's for people who do hold a lot of useless. I think that's very exciting because they want the opportunity to uh, get benefits for long term holding. We it's not just about giving the buyer part too, correct? Oh no, we haven't. <laughs> um, Boom. So the buyer, ooh, the buyer part is really interesting because it allows you to purchase. It allows you to purchase useless, potentially tax-free, if you hold for three months. So, yeah, um, it's, it's like the same thing as the seller, but instead of extra dividends and, um, and selling your useless, you actually you buy it now at the current market price. Uh, and you don't promise to hold for three months, but you're incentivized tax-wise to hold for three months. And if, the, if you wait the whole three months, you'll receive... Uh, the entire amount of useless uh, without an 8% tax deducted. And so what that means is that you could, if you wanted to, um, you could purchase useless tax-free because you purchase it. uh, Your tokens are held in reserve. um, You wait three months. You can cash. You can then receive all your, the total amount of tokens um, that you'd purchased uh, that were held in reserve. And then you could turn around and then put it back into the locker and sell tax-free nine months later. So if you buy and, and hold for a year, you can buy and sell tax-free, which is really cool. That's why we made it three months for buys and nine months for sells. So it's a total of 12 months or one year for the whole cycle. And ideally, the reason behind this is uh, our liquidity is in... Um... It's it's relatively low, and we we've been trying to bolster it. So if there's a way we can uh, put off um, certain sales until our liquidity is in a healthier place, that'll just have a healthier effect overall um, for everything we're trying to do with our stable LP. So yeah, anything to uh, um. So like the buyer locker is nice because we would get almost BNB in advance uh, for tokens three months down the road. And we can use that BNB to build up our liquidity pool to better handle uh, if those tokens were to be sold three months later. I think that about covers it. Yeah, definitely some cool smart contract pieces uh, coming together. Uh, Eclipse is going to be great. Um, so, uh, coming up soon, it's going to. Uh, I believe that it'll be a priority for some companies to get listed on the useless app. Um, so I'm excited to see how that rolls out and how that kind of uh, competition for the top spot um, plays out. That that'll be very interesting, especially with the liquidator uh, or what did you call it, the little dipper contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, those will hopefully play nicely together. Um, to bring some more action over to useless. I'm excited for the, for those rollouts. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And, and one of the things I think is probably the most important that probably isn't talked about a lot is that we are preparing for a really good launch. That is what we want is we want to get on the app stores for iOS and Android and have this be the de facto go-to app Um that is, you know, we, we, we don't want just a thousand users like we have now, right? We want tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people utilizing our app. And so we're, that's why we're taking our time and making sure that we are doing good iterative development. We're bug fixing, we're optimizing. Like there's a, a lot of things right now in the app that are frustrating um, that are going to be cleared up when we do our launch. Um, it's going to be a lot snappier. It's going to load faster. Um, switching tabs back to it's going to be faster. Um, moving around is going to be more intuitive. Um, everything's going to look a little bit better. I mean, we're going to really go through and resolve um, as many issues as we can 
and implement new and exciting new functionality um, by the time we get out of open beta. So this open beta from a software development standpoint is extremely important for us to um, address concerns and to bug fix and to iterate off of what the community actually feels is important. Um, so <clears throat> we have something called Nolt.io that is kind of like a user voice that allows you to go through and to upvote issues or concerns or suggestions or new features that you want for the app. There are some things that we won't be able to provide uh, because they may not be app related um, or they're really technically difficult to implement or we just decide that we need to prioritize them a little lower uh, to have some easier wins uh, with higher value. But for the most part, this app that we are building that we plan on getting out of open beta is what we hope will really drive hundreds of thousands of people to our app that we can then drive revenue through advertising, listing fees, and we can also build brand awareness of useless in general. So we are in the early stages, guys, right? This isn't an old token. We've only been around for a little bit, but we wanna do this right. We wanna build something that provides an immense amount of value to the useless ecosystem, to the DeFi space in general. We wanna make crypto easy and accessible. That's a lofty goal, uh, but I hope you guys can see that we're delivering on this. We're building this out, we're iterating off of this and we're in this to win it. So, you know, thanks for sticking it out with us. Um, it can sometimes be a bumpy road until we see that vision um, come to fruition. But I hope you guys can see so far that we have the talent on board, we have uh, the motivation and the passion and the vision to actually make this happen. Any other questions? I'm like losing my voice. <laughs> this is a pretty good. You have lots of people come in. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great spaces, guys. Um, I got I to gotta head off, but thanks for having me up and bring me up as a speaker. Uh, congratulations on 10,000 holders as well. Go useless. Yeah, that's huge. That's awesome. Peace out, everyone. Talk to you guys later. All right, see ya. See ya, Mark. All right, last call. Any questions? We are at 10,009. Can we do 10,010? Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Soon. Um, well, I'm, I'm excited to hit, you know, 11, 12, 15, 20,000, right? Um, and, and again, it's, it's not the primary focus, but it's a really good metric to just see that we are growing and we are um, attracting people uh, to the utility of this token and to our project and to our app and things like that. So, Yeah, I'm excited about, about all the cool things you guys have coming up. And it's, uh, again, I don't like the hype. Um, these are things that are pretty much done and done um, and just need some polishing or some implementation. Oh, and on that note, um, there's definitely been talk about roadmaps. Um, so I was on vacation most of last week, um, but expect to see a public roadmap out uh, within, within a week or so. So that should help. Uh, visualize all these irons that we have in the fire. Um, internally, there's a lot to track. And so I can understand how sometimes these AMAs can be a little bit overwhelming uh, between uh, Eclipse, between the lockers, between Surge Useless, between, um, I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, the things that we are doing, the furnace, the little dipper, uh, all the pieces going on with the app. There's just a lot happening. So um, by kind of spelling that out and maybe um, uh, getting that up on our, our new website as well is going to be really beneficial. So um, thanks, for, thanks for sticking with us. Um, obviously, a lot of really cool things on the horizon. And this is our first Twitter space. Hopefully, it was a good time. Yeah, you killed it. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I know it no wasn't. No technical here. difficulties. I'm so excited <laughs> about that. Yeah.
Um, and I posted, I'll send you a link on how to get the recording. Perfect. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up unless there's any more questions. Last and final call. This is your opportunity. Uh, we're here and we're excited to tell you really anything about what we have built or what we are currently building and what our plans are. I think it's like always when you talk, Kark, no one wants to, <laughs> no one wants to interrupt. Everyone just wants to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, guys. Well, let's, let's just wrap it up and then we will see you guys next week with some more new and exciting updates as we continue to flush out our solar system. Right on. Have, have a good day, guys. All right. Take care.